0: The thing that I fought tooth and nail to bring my son into is
1: Dungeons and Dragons. That is the ultimate solution to parenthood. I'm Alexis Ohanian in my podcast Business Dad. I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. I talked to Rain Wilson. I wanted to learn more about Rain's
0: advice to play D&D with your kids. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to
1: listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hello! Welcome back. Welcome back. <sighs> we are We Stand Together, a pop culture academic symposium. We're the pop culture professors. That
4: is true. We are smart people talking dumb topics.
3: I'm Lauren Brickman.
4: And I'm Kaylin Bitzeguy.
3: And gosh darn it, <laughs> we've both taught courses at the college level and somehow managed to get out of school with master's degrees ourselves.
4: We don't. We don't like to look too closely at that. It could be taken away from us at any moment.
3: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is weird how many times we've just really put our credentials on the line because we keep recording this podcast. And someday one of my employers is going to listen to it, and they are going to wonder why they've allowed me in the classroom.
4: It is. It's. A, it's a curious choice. Uh, so. Lauren, we like to talk standing on this show, which is being an obsessive fan. What are you obsessing over this week? What's your current stand?
3: My current stand this week is absolutely one thousand percent all your fault. Okay, uh, good. I, I take the blame. I had completely forgotten that Cameo existed. I forgot that Cameo existed. Uh, for anyone listening, that's like cameo what do you mean I mean the app where you can spend money to get celebrities and I say that with like air stricts around it that you get celebrities to send you messages because last night if anyone was listening uh if you missed our latest live stream for hashtag national we stand together day go back and check it out because Caitlin she didn't send me one cameo during the show she didn't send me two cameos during the show. This woman sent me three cameos, uh, all from current and former members of Grey's Anatomy. We're talking Sarah Drew. We're talking Martin Henderson. And gosh darn it, we're talking the chief, James Pickens Jr. Um, it was iconic. I may have cried. And then today I was like, well, now I need to download the app. And obviously I need to get Janelle from Sister Wives yes, on PLC. Who I love to say thank you to Caitlin for the cameos. And now all I can think about are cameos. That's all I can think about.
4: Why does it exist? Who lets this happen? (laughs) And uh, honestly, if it sounds interesting to you at all, please go on the website or the app now. I really feel like this app will get closed down. Something horrible is going to happen because they (laughs) almost, they say what you want. Mm-hmm. almost too verbatim sometimes and they're gonna get tricked into doing something awful and the whole website's gonna um close what? we got the chief to say stay current which is we have a group called current on grays and we call each other current and you have to stay current and we got him to say it now there's nothing bad about that but no. eventually something's gonna happen That's that's weird
3: to say though that the number one reason I'm standing them is just because of like the turnaround was so quick. Like I swear to God, Caitlin, I hadn't even hit like complete payment when Janelle had sent me the video back. Y- you it don't get the so same fast. from
4: from your gray's Anatomy doctors. Let me tell you. and Now, apart okay. that's because James Pickens is on set in a yeah. major role. Now, what mm-hmm. Martin Henderson? We we know that on the show he moved to California. I I don't know <laughs> why he's so busy, but mm- maybe Virgin River season two is shooting. I don't know. Uh, well, he looked great, though. That's all that's he, important. That's all we need from him. That's all we need from him. But, Caitlin, what are you standing this week? Okay, I have like an evil stand this week, Ooh. which we don't usually like to do like ironic or so bad it's good stands. We like to live in the light, but. My friend and hopefully future guest, Sarah Klaspel, made me hip to a truly horrible Instagram account called Turtle Creek Lane. Um, This is a woman who is extremely wealthy and she is a Mormon with five kids and she just decorates her house all day, like for the holidays. You're going to hear this in time for the holiday season, folks. Please start watching her stories. uh, It's not just like decorating it's like building huge installations of toy soldiers and nutcrackers and stuff in her house it's someone who's so obsessed with it that it becomes completely joyless you know like it's just to get it done there's no point anymore she's also um she has an 11 year old daughter named mckenna kate who i I will just simplify by saying we all know too much about her diet and what she eats Mm -hmm. and again she's 11 years old so it's great (laughs) follow her I know uh, since then, my friend who recommended it, I believe, has unfollowed because you do get overwhelmed. You, you, you'll regret it. But the couple <laughs> days that you're in, you're going to really be in. So,
3: OK, I have a, a question, though. You, you brought this account to my attention in the We Stand Together um, virtual book club chat. And people seem to not like what this woman had done with her bathroom. But I personally liked the Christmas trees in the bathroom. And I'm just curious why that's
4: a bad look. I think people actually the look itself was good Mm -hmm. compared to a lot of her stuff. I think people were just laughing that she had spent hundreds of dollars to decorate a bathroom. Also, one of her son's uh, wives is is uh, his only wife, but one of her sons uh, is pregnant. So there's been a lot of activity with the gender reveal party, all of it. It Wow. Get in now, folks. <laughs> get in while the getting's good. Well,
3: you know what, folks? Something else you got to get into are today's incredible guest. And wow. you heard me right. It's plural today. We've got a panel because we've got a topic too big. We, we couldn't handle it with one guest. We couldn't Mm-mm. handle it with two guests. No. We needed three guests, and please welcome the incredible Shane O'Neill,
4: Legina Hill, and Heather Turman. Hey, hey. Hello.
5: So happy
0: to be here. <laughs> yeah, ditto.
4: Welcome, welcome.
0: Turtle Bay Lane s- is no. incredible. I've never heard this, but I had another window open just now, and I'm a full convert. Me too, Shane. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she's,
4: uh, yeah, and I her name is Jen, but I just call her Turtle, uh, <laughs> and I do talk about her a lot, so it will come up
5: (laughs) i just want to say that i didn't know oh so i i was furiously trying to get my login information for instagram because i Mm -hmm. like took it off all these things just so i could click on the pictures to enlarge but my mother worked at a seventh day adventist hospital so depending on you ask it's either like mormon light or mormon extra whatever and well what do you think (laughs) <laughs> i have no opinion i was very in awe of the whole damn thing the no caffeine you know whatever but i like that kind of woman i i grew up with like the california version and i just was like oh i can't but i can't look away right
4: exactly I love
5: it. what in the hobby I, lobby I, I have heard
3: i genuinely got confused for a minute and thought she was one of caitlin's cousins for a moment <laughs> i was, i got my wires crossed because i've heard her talk about her enough that i was like this is a cousin and then i was like yeah
4: turtle not. cousin turtle yeah
0: Second, yeah, I don't mean to be um, I don't mean to be vulgar, but like I'm just captivated by how expensive it all is. Like, yeah. like yeah. she seems to have limitless resources, and she's choosing to live this way, which I find very inspiring. Her,
4: her husband is estimated at a hundred million dollars well,
0: worth, so. and at least thirty percent of that is going to like table runners, apparently. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> the table runner budget. How many coupons from Michaels does she have? Just like at her. Well, her and she does
4: like dumb Instagram swipe up store stuff that she could not be making that much money on. It's just clearly like a passion. Like, I just want to sell this dumb shit.
5: I also have a passion for sin- spending money. So if anybody out there
3: wants to help
5: me out. <laughs> wow. Huge I...
3: offer. Well, <laughs> talking about limitless resources, today we're tackling a topic. And
0: questionable decisions.
3: hmm <laughs> Yeah, I think our today's today's topic is one that Caitlin and I, we truly don't know what to think because we're talking about Madonna.
4: We needed help. We needed the panel because we consider ourselves pop culture professors, but I I don't think this is our exact expertise. And I think everyone's at a moment a crossroads with Madonna of just being confused what she's all about. For
3: anyone at home that's like, Madonna, what is? Madonna is an American singer who has (laughs) released 14 studio albums, three soundtrack albums, five live albums, six compilation albums, and 35 other limited releases. Wow. And, you know, we always like to put our stand stands at home uh, at ease by letting them know what our credentials are. Uh, I'll be honest my credentials are pretty light this week my connection to Madonna is that as a child we would have semi regular Madonna dance parties when my dad was out of town and it was just me and my mom Um, that's my connection to Madonna Uh, Kate what's your credential this week
4: (sighs) you know Immaculate Collection was definitely one of my first CDs, and I had the mm-hmm. like fabric cover one, and then I got mud on it, and I was so mad because mm-hmm. I thought it was so beautiful. It was like this most beautiful album I could ever have. Also, I I was able to uh, have Rosie O'Donnell on a show uh, I hosted at UCB, and I played with her the game Row or Glow. Mm-hmm. Glow referring to uh, uh, my co-host Glow Tavares because she had done Ro <laughs> or Mo on the Rosie O'Donnell show which was Rosie mm-hmm. or Madonna and I loved that game so and we and I got to joke about Madonna
6: to Rosie which was
4: very fulfilling
6: oh, oh those is, were the days are so they
4: fulfilling? still
0: close
6: that's like some cool shit they are of I just co- saw like an Instagram video yeah of Rosie cool. and Madonna
4: Maybe. Yeah. They've, yeah, never, they've never had a falling out, which is weird.
5: I'm never gonna delete Instagram again. Like I list missed everything. Turtle Bay There's Mom. Only, it's
6: weird. <laughs> like she she's had um, you know, lifelong these like really long-standing relationships with with a few select individuals. Debbie mazar and mm-hmm. Rosie O'Donnell tend to be like are, are two of those individuals, and I think the connection is like soul deep on those levels because Rosie lost her mom, Madonna lost her mom as well. Both, I believe, to breast cancer. I'm not sure 100 mm-hmm. on Rosie, but I believe yes, so. That is correct.
0: Ingrid Casares too. So. T- Two thirds of those women are lesbians. So, is that is that the <laughs> you need to be a lesbian brunette in order to curry favor? I have I'm willing to say, to you can't
5: compete. You, you have to. I feel like all the people know that Madonna is the alpha. Like, Debbie tried in like 82. But
6: <laughs> yeah, I feel like lesbians just like there's, uh, I mean, I'm gay. There's an attraction. There's like. Madonna's always been more like a mother figure, but regardless, I can see why she draws lesbians in. You know what I mean? Very much so. Totally. She's got that big, yeah. big, big clit energy.
4: Totally. Oh, wow. Okay. We are off to the races. <laughs> to the races. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> panelists, give us your credit. What is your connection to Madonna? Shane, why don't you hit us up first? I think
0: my biggest connection to Madonna was that at a family reunion, I made my dad stop talking to his brothers. So he would film me singing live to Vogue um, with a hand-drawn drawing of Madonna based off of the TV Guide. Uh, the TV Guide had like an image of Madonna performing and I drew it by hand in the hotel stationery and propped it up on a book. And um, I yelled at my dad because I wanted him to film the, the drawing so it would look like Madonna was singing. But he kept <laughs> panning down to me singing um, and I kept gesturing <laughs> angrily, pointing upward. <laughs> um, I think that's my closest connection to Madonna
4: That's wow. a close one
6: That's yeah. a close one That's iconic Heather I mean I'm I'm like uh, Matt I'm one of those crazed fans I'm a stan for sure um, I grew up I, I'm from Like 20 minutes from where Madonna grew up So like when Auburn I was Hills. little And I just I'm from very I saw her for the first time live in Auburn Hills Yes <laughs> um, I'm from I was born in Pontiac Um I'm from a little town called uh, Milford Highland, Michigan. But she like growing up, I knew I just wanted to get the hell out of Michigan. And I was watching VH1 <laughs> behind the music Madonna. And she's like, I just wanted to get the hell out of Michigan. And I'm like, me, too. And she I'm like, that woman was born here and just left and became the world's most famous woman. Like, yes. And so I became like a huge fan then. Much. Oh, wow, amazing. I love that <laughs> Hometown Gina. Wow.
5: what is your connection wow. to Madonna? I don't even know where to begin But actually I should have said something before That when I finally was able to go To a Madonna concert In New York City, Madison Square Garden Hard Candy Tour I went with someone Who I cannot say I went with Because they are in some shit right now and there's, and I don't want. She's very litigious, and I don't even want to deal because it was around the time that something big happened to her. But I will say, my first time falling in love with Madonna was seeing Avita at the too, too, too young age of whatever that is. Whatever I better forget the age I lie about. Um, and I was like, this bitch has what it takes. To be a star. I was young, so I, was, I didn't realize. I thought I was discovering Madonna <laughs>
4: when seeing Evita <laughs> mm-hmm. in
5: the theaters.
4: Madonna would wow. love that story, Legina. Madonna would be like, see? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. People liked Evita. <laughs> oh, what? Wow.
0: Wait, people
5: didn't like Evita?
0: No, Evita was just kind of a flop. What that reminds <gasps> me of, though, is like when I saw, I remember when I saw um, Project Runway once, I was at a party, or I was at someone's house drinking, and they, they had it on, And I looked at the TV and I was like, that woman is beautiful. She should really, like, be a model. And they're like, that's Heidi Klum. (laughs) She's (laughs)
6: saying. Good news is she's already doing it, bro. (laughs) Well, you guys can pride yourselves on being able to spot star talent. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) You're not (laughs) wrong. (laughs) Somebody else just got there first. When it
5: gets uh, regular again, Shane, you and I should stand at the, like, port authority and, like, point out, figure out people, like, approach them.
0: Absolutely. I wow. definitely
4: I I definitely feel strongly you two should go to port authority and approach people.
0: I <laughs> can't hilarious. see I can't well, see no. where this is going to go oh, wrong. I think we'd make a <laughs> really <laughs> good duo, yeah.
4: <laughs> so, I'm
3: so I'm getting the vibe that all three of you consider yourself current Madonna stans. No. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay,
5: you can kick him out. You know that if you're the host. <laughs>
3: no, this episode is about ten thousand different opinions on Madonna, so we're open to all opinions. All so, right. Shane, were you a stand and you've fallen off of your standum, or have you always felt complicated? <laughs> oh
0: no, 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 no. See, Madonna, <laughs> it's like she's the root. You know what I mean? She's like, okay. she's like the root of everything for me. Like the root of like to this day. It's like if you dive into my deep subconscious and you're like, what is cool. What is art? What is a woman supposed to be like? What is music supposed to be like? What is one's life supposed to be like? It's all the Madonna's the root of it. Um, And I always say this, that like whatever Madonna has done for the rest of her life, all I have to do is listen to the Immaculate Collection start to finish. And all is forgiven. I mean, all is Mm -hmm. forgiven. But I got to tell you, girl. It's like after American life, it's been a steady decline. And that decline has gotten asymptotic.
6: Ooh, and honey, oh, I disagree greatly. And, and honey,
0: it's not because I stopped listening. I'm in a uh, gay relationship with a Madonna stand. And I'm just <laughs> like, I've heard every track of every album for the last 10 years. And I'm just she's just not there for me the way she once was. But she was so iconic that I will. She's she she ultimately I will forgive her. But no, I'm I'm quite uh, I'm not enjoying her these days.
5: Ah. i have to agree with shane about some things. Uh. <laughs> shane is in a gay relationship that's all i agree with <laughs> <laughs> so
3: Legina, you're like she's still turning out bangers. she's still it's all good well i would say the bangers part maybe she's doing what she needs
5: to do to mm-hmm. keep herself in a villa with 6011 kids or however many she has and i sh- i think she's reaching for a demographic that's younger than me but <laughs> you know the Which girls possible <laughs> the girls are going up for madonna at the edm diplo fest i
6: feel like i feel like i mean personally as far as the music goes i feel like the last two records, Madame X and, and Rebel Heart, I really loved. I, mm. I just, I really did. And I feel like Madam X, there's a couple songs that I feel like if they were, if a, a younger artist sang them, they uh. would have been major hits on the radio. Wow. And that's what makes me feel like, like Future and Come Alive. If you check out those two songs, Future and Come Alive, All right. are really, um, like really, even this one, um, even Crave with, um, or no, cra- is it Crazy or Crave with Sway Lee? Um, I think it's, uh, crazy, but anyway, she has, um, and I, I listen to them and I'm just like, and this is the, a product of, of just ageism in America because there's so much good, solid stuff on these records that aren't getting heard because she's in a category all her own. We haven't had somebody in their sixties still evolving as an artist. Like you, Barbara Streisand, Cher, everybody before Madonna has stopped and sort of stayed in their persona, you know, and mm-hmm. gone to Vegas and, you know, done their their hits and that's it. Madonna is still evolving as an artist. And we haven't seen that before, honestly, as by a woman.
3: Well, I will same, say, probably. I feel like Leslie Gore did, but nobody else <laughs> seemed to be watching. But I saw Leslie Gore at Joe's pub and she was evolving. And it was beautiful. <laughs> in
5: front of your eyes.
7: Lesbian
0: Wait, icon. I actually agree.
5: Yeah. I agree with Heather Mm -hmm. in a certain thing that like, yes, some of those songs I've listened to them because those are the ones I'm like, all right, I've listened to the album. Then I'm like, I'm just not into this. And I will say, yes, if some of those were younger people like the Billie Eilishes and whatever, but the songs would still suck. You know, I mean, it would still be (laughs) (laughs) not a good song. But every time she comes out with an album, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe like the fan art. And all the and and everything that's like, oh, yes, I'm still into this. I'm still into Madonna. But she's the the, like the what is it? Auto tune and all that is really.
6: Well, that's that's kind of the interesting thing, right? Is that ultimately, like at the end of the day, Madonna is a musician. Is that she's a musical artist who Mm -hmm. um, ultimately post 80s. A majority, well, no, post mid nineties, no. I would is say. is a and
5: I respect exactly, exactly. the business.
6: That's what I mean. It's it's yeah. crazy that like the music is is so secondary, and yet it's what she does. Oh, you I mean, know? I
0: think personally, that's the thing: is that the music is tertiary for me. Like, like I, the part of what I love about Madonna, and you know what? I like I said, I still forgive her because she's done more and more effectively than. I'm frankly, any of us are going to do in our lifetimes. Let's just, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say myself, but all of us, let's just be honest. But the thing is, is that for me, even when I was a kid, the music I liked, but it was more about the fact that I always felt like she was like five steps ahead of me and always was, was, was embodying something that I wanted to be one way or the other. Yes. And I feel like that has just like completely fallen off Um, in the sense that like, I mean, for for me personally, and this, this, there probably is our traces of ageism in this, but it's just like, I, She's, she's retreading the same ideas that she always had, which was like, I'm a provocative, um, sexy sexual woman, which there's nothing wrong with, but it's no longer surprising me. And if anything, I, it's just like, I want more for Madonna. I want her to be like, I want her to not care what horny 22 year olds think or what teenagers think anymore. I want her to be like, oh, I actually, I've been there. I've done that. I'm over it. And I just get the sense that she's chasing a dragon that she can't catch up to. Granted, that's probably, that's probably a sexist and, and ageist. Uh, comment. I don't want it to be, but I, I do acknowledge there probably is traces of it
5: that. It was, but I feel like, I feel like though, if, if we really want to go there, then like, I don't see what's wrong with becoming the camp act, with becoming the, the Las Vegas, with becoming, you know,
6: there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong I with wish it. She would have done but that I, though. But I, and I, and I just don't, I think, I think the thing is, is Madonna's too big to, to stop. I think that she has a natural curiosity for life and a natural um she's someone who, you know, is constantly trying to see like what's new and what's next. She spends no time in the past. And mm. so to me it's like, you know, an, what Madonna embodies cuz Shane talked about this, it's she gives you permission to love yourself. Like that's what Madonna does. And I think it's uncomfortable love for that. people that she still loves herself now because I she is that. aging and she it is it is hard like you know i saw her i was front row for rebel heart and she snubbed me she touched everybody all the gay boys hands but not mine because i was just smiling like this (laughs) she probably (laughs) thought i was so fucking weird um and she 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 looked at me puzzled like we made eye contact and she's like what the fuck is this random girl doing front row at my concert um and (laughs) <laughs> she uh, but it's like that thing and then i like i saw her get tired and then this time around you know she did theater she did theaters and, and and like it is like a part of madonna is becoming lost like the the essential parts that made her her but she still is finding ways to give herself permission to love right. herself and to try new things i mean the fact that she's directing her biopic her own biopic oh it's a terrible like, what the idea fuck is-
5: the terrible the worst fucking idea. Why don't wow, we all we got to
6: this worst idea? We got, to this, <laughs> idea.
5: So we got to this
3: point so much faster than I thought we would, but now that we're here, I
6: just Don't do
5: it, girl. Don't do it.
6: I <laughs> think have you seen <laughs> her mother have you seen her films though? Have you seen like her work? Uh no. I've not seen her work I, as a director, no. I've
3: seen part of one. I've never seen a whole one, I'll be honest. What was okay. the one
6: she did with Guy?
5: Or during well, she the She didn't guy. direct
6: that. She didn't. Direct. She didn't direct oh, she didn't
5: that. ind- so that's the last thing I saw of hers.
6: So she directed W.E., which... That's the one I saw part of. And I admit, I didn't finish it either. It's not a <laughs> <super> compelling <laughs> film. <laughs> However, it did feel like Madonna. And, like, it felt like her in that, like, if sure. you pay attention to her music, it was very fast moving. And, like, there was a lot of, like, it felt like there was choreography in a movie that had nothing to do with anyone involved in music. Like, royal people, you know? Yeah. So there... So, it sounded but it felt like, a- like Madonna.
7: No, no, no. And so I kind of feel sucked. like this
6: movie could feel like her. You know? And it no. could, like I, I like I can't imagine I, anybody else getting it right. I guess that's how I feel. No, no, I don't know. I
3: just think I just think sometimes you need an outside perspective. Like part part of the reason I love doing this show with Caitlin is because sometimes I need Caitlin to look me in the eye and be like, You've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> like you're unwell. Like you need someone to love you enough that they'll say, You can't do that, Lauren. He's got a serious girlfriend please yeah. stop <laughs> talking about it on and you know like for instance, for instance you know for instance um a common problem that I,
5: well, have. Whenever I, I-,
7: I
3: see whenever
5: i see a title card that says like written directed and starring doesn't matter if it says jesus fucking brad pitt christ <laughs> it's trash <laughs> fuck you you can't see the forest for the trees by yourself all right Hire one person to do the lifting.
0: I have two pieces of input. Number one, just, I know Mm. that I'm treating this like a high school debate
5: thing. (laughs) (laughs) We
3: love that
0: here. We love that here. But Heather, what I would like to say is that it's been 20, what is it, 23 years since Ray of Light came out? Mm. Um,
6: 22, 22 yeah. 22 years.
0: We need need another Ray of Light. We need an introspective moment from Madonna or like an album that's like a mea culpa breath. Take a breath, reset, meditate, um, you know, just... Uh, that's what I'm waiting for musically. In terms of cinema, I would just say they've already made the quintessential Madonna biopic, which was the TV movie "Madonna: Innocence Lost" that came out in 1994
6: <laughs> yeah. yes. with Wendy Malick oh, as the as fucking Camille Barbone. God, yes.
0: when she when she uh, roller skates into the into the record executive's <laughs> office and st- and steals <laughs> his Chinese food and goes, "I love Szechuan," and then leaves. It's I mean that that's the the attitude that I need in a Madonna biopic.
6: It's it's so funny. I mean, that's like I grew up um, when I was working at this restaurant, like saving up money to move to L.A. When I was in high school, I worked with this woman who had grown up with Madonna and her her brothers were friends with all the Chiconi clan, the Chicone kids. And so um, she, she like told me the story, like she told me that Madonna worked at the McDonald's in town and that you'd go in there and she would just be, be- leaning against the counter and being like, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like even thinking she's like too good for everyone when she was working at McDonald's, and so like the Szechuan thing that you just said, like I mean that that's definitely I mean that sums it up. You know that's what I mean? Amazing. Well, you
3: know, Shane, you
6: talked about needing a reset, and I think we've got
3: so many more opinions on Madonna to explore, but I think it's time we we take a moment to play a bit of a game. This is a game mm. that I think is going to be so, so very easy for you all. Um, but we, we, we're we gonna play a round of Name That Groove. I've got five different yes. Madonna grooves from across her catalog. And we're gonna play just a few seconds of each groove and we're gonna see if y'all can name it. And I'm confident that with this think tank, this is gonna end up being the easiest game we've ever played. Now, do we wait for the music
0: to be over before we scream the answer?
3: Um. I have a feeling that no matter what we say, you're not going to be able to stop yourself from screaming. Okay. Oh, so, so this uh, isn't just Sean
5: play- Shane playing. It's all of us.
3: No, it's 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 whoever gets it first gets the point. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I have a feeling that uh, friends at home, you may not even hear
6: these songs. <laughs> uh, I'm excited though. All right, let's
7: see. Oh, I,
0: well.
6: Wait are are we like supposed to like jump in if we know it first or? Oh what? yeah. Oh, okay. Let's call it free for it's all. It's free. Vogue. 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 Yeah. Oh, damn. Vogue, vogue, vogue. vogue. No wait. Oh,
3: <laughs> 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 that was, uh, that wait. was insane. Can you turn it down okay. just a little bit?
0: By the way, I'm sorry. I just want to point out mm-hmm. the fact that I too. know that this is not a visual medium, but you're sharing your screen right now, Lauren, and it says the first line of it says, Trash has changed. Oh boy, if that's not an omen, I don't know what
3: is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's it's the it's the artwork from our very first live show. Okay. Mm -hmm.
6: Deeper and deeper? Or no? Oh oh, if I could melt melt your heart. Mm -hmm. No siento. Sorry. 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 It is sorry that is I did sorry. not recognize no. that
0: out of the context of the uh, the songs blending in together on confessions that's
3: uh- That's what I was hoping
6: might happen. You still got it with. Uh, Yeah, and Confessions was such probably one of the best Madonna albums, and that's Post American Life. Oh, is it really? Bouncing his head. Uh, Yeah, it's two thousand six or two thousand five.
0: American Life, but Confessions is by. (laughs) Oh yeah, because she was married
6: to Guy Ritchie, and Guy Ritchie led her down all the wrong paths. Confessions is by far her best
0: album. That album is perfect. By the way, that album is what uh, Kylie Minogue's album was supposed to be, but wasn't. (laughs)
3: <laughs> wow, Woo. y'all are y'all are coming
5: for it. I can't understand the resurrection of Kylie. Uh,
3: anyway, okay, <laughs> all right. That was so we're two for two. Let's see. You're gonna keep it going. You're you're putting me to shame. Uh, here's number three. It. Susan! Good going, stranger. Ray of light.
2: And you can Oh, <laughs> you can into, the,
0: into the <laughs> groove. <grim>. into the <laughs> groove. <grim. laughs>
3: which what? has one of the funniest intros ever. I don't know why I love I don't it. I you
6: know do i
5: Me either. I think I have, like, I've never heard it on either. a on a greatest hits, and it
3: cussed that out. It's because I think this is from the version that's. All,
6: I, I think probably about, right off of the desperately seeking Susan yeah, soundtrack. It's the yeah. desperately
3: Se- seeking Susan <laughs> soundtrack version, which is th- my favorite version. I and that's still gonna
5: be better than whatever the hell she's directing.
6: Do I <laughs> okay. know you from some? Is it that Wait. one? Yeah. Wow, um,
0: oh, uh, but, that was good.
6: <laughs> here we go.
0: <laughs>
3: Do you know the name remember the name of it why do you leave me wanting um,
4: why
6: <laughs> to have and not to hold no right album though uh, yeah it's ray of light. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: oh, way of light. But oh, skin,
3: skin, skin. Yes, <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> yes, yes. Skin is one of my all-time favorite songs, and I love that anytime I see like a Madonna listicle, it's like here's a song nobody cares about that they should, and I'm always like, yeah, skin. All right, we got one last one, and I'm sure you're gonna guess it really quickly. But it's to me, this next song is the funniest song in Madonna's
6: catalog. Oh no. I think it Oh You can't touch this cuz I'm a bad bitch We hit the
4: elevator right up to the rooftop The bass is pumping make me
0: wanna screw the top off Yeah we'll be drinking oh, nobody bitch I'm Montana we'll <laughs> yeah. yeah Yeah Produced <laughs> it's bitch produced, produced by PC Music
3: tonight, Oh this song
0: <laughs> I, I just love l- it I love it that just... song actually
3: bitch i'm madonna
0: we go hard and we go home duty then and then (laughs) it's
5: on but i like bitch when i'm I'm madonna you know 3 a.m finally leaving the bachelorette it comes on you're like i just threw up i'm doing it one last time before we get in the Uber. but no i can't listen to it every day
3: my truly favorite uh this is my truth the first time i saw the music video for bitch i madonna i thought it was a drag queen video <laughs> i didn't think it was madonna i thought it was like a drag queen i thought it was going to be like a todrick hall-esque thing oh, yes um and then someone was like no this is madonna's new video and i was like was that
0: the oh. one where they're all holding the green screens
3: they're in the like loft
5: partying. Huh.
3: Well, I feel like being anyway. called a drag queen is a compliment in the right circles. Yeah. I just, I didn't, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, <laughs> thank you all so much for playing and absolutely crushing. <laughs> that was embarrassing for me how easy that was for you. Um, <laughs> thank you for really truly proving that I don't have the credentials to lead a
4: discussion on
0: I that. think you're doing great, well- Oh, um, I don't think you have the the credentials. Yeah, you
4: That's <laughs> fair. Um, I'm gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and I'm gonna go get some credentials. Hold
7: tight. <laughs>
2: you can shop from anywhere, doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast.
3: all right, we are back, and mm-hmm. Caitlin, what's the credential status? Were you we able to grab some, or?
4: hmm yeah, I traveled back through time, oh, and okay. uh, yeah, I actually became friends with Madonna. Wow. I, re- I okay. replaced Rosie O'Donnell, so now in this current timeline that we're in, I am Rosie O'Donnell.
6: You wow. guys play Co and Mo. <laughs> we yeah, we play
4: Co and Mo. Uh, oh, so- I also adopted nine kids now too, so <laughs> that's actually keeping me pretty busy. And we do need to finish this pod.
7: Wow, that's amazing.
3: <laughs> you actually, um, you bring up such an interesting, uh, you know, word. This word, friend, right? We being a friend of M- Madonna, and I can't help but. When I think of friend, think of the opposite of friend. And I want to play a clip for everybody (laughs) to set up a question that I have had on my mind for so long. And I just I figure y'all are the right folks to ask.
1: So Cher is set to release her cover album of Abby Music this Friday. Yes. But don't expect the collaboration to happen with another legend. No. So Carlos sat down with the star and asked her if a recent mashup would inspire a new duet with Madonna. And it came up again on Ellen today as well. <laughs> okay. Name three celebrities you'd want to do a duet with. Oh, Adele, Pink, and, uh, um, not Madonna. <laughs> well, all right, Miss well, Negative. I cheat? Did yeah. I cheat? yeah, that's not, he said well, you'd want to.
4: It's not who you wouldn't want to. Well, a- I Adele took license. Pink? I took a little
5: license. Yeah, you did.
1: Okay. Gimme, gimme, went viral like immediately. Someone in Toronto actually remixed it with Hung Up by Madonna and it's it's a it's a summer banger. Right. Like it's a great it sounds great together. Is this a precursor to something? Do you think we'll ever hear the two of you on an original song together? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> that's it. No. That's all. I mean, that's the <laughs> answer. So I was trying to look and see like, is there a history between them? I don't know. Cher just said at one point a few years ago, she just said, it's not that I don't like her, I just think she's a beep. Right. So I don't know what, I mean, it's just so funny, on the Ellen, like that comes to the top of your mind. Like it's one thing for Carlos to ask, she says probably not, but you're asked who you want to duet with. Instead of thinking of three people, your third one is, I don't want to work with Madonna. That's all that comes to mind. And I'll say Cher is at a point, Madonna's at a point too, where you don't have to work with people you don't like. Yeah, I guess so, but I just, like, what is Who the issue? Who cares if like, it's gonna be a big giant song? You don't need it. But I wonder, like, is it just because they kind of came up together a little bit? They did I mean, come up together, but no, sure, Cher yeah, sure, was, was way before Madonna. Yeah, so you wonder, like, what the issue would have been. And she did say in an interview... Like, Maybe she, was, she just thinks like, she respects Madonna, but just right? has no desire to... Does she was, respect her? Well, yeah, she did say, yeah, that she, in an interview a couple years ago, she said that, you know, Madonna's always been on, like, the, the wave of things. Even before something was, you know, yeah. really trending, Madonna was ahead right. of the curve. So I don't know what the issue would be. It would, I mean, it'd be a great song for them to, I'd love to see that together, but... I would love the feud to continue, but publicly. Paula says jealousy. But sure jealousy! Eh, je- yeah, maybe. <laughs> but what? Maybe, I don't know. Blonde? I don't know.
3: So, okay. <laughs> a little context before I formally pose my question to the panel. So that clip for everyone, that was a segment from E.T. Canada. And, uh you know we got we got a little bit of madonna talking smack on ellen a little bit of madonna throwing some shade when she was interviewed and then the lovely no that EC was all Canada. share
5: that was all share
3: yeah, that was all share. A little bit, sorry, a little bit of share talking smack about Madonna. We had a little bit of share uh, talking smack about Madonna on Ellen. A little bit of share talking smack on. Uh, okay, e- Lauren,
0: confusing and Cher and question. Madonna is homophobic. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm like,
3: right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I was trying to raise my steps so that we could cut it out, but now everybody knows that's a huge problem. Uh, but the thing is, is that I, I had remembered vaguely because we've done some research on feuds on the show before i kind of knew that Cher and madonna had this in the in the press and we've sort of talked about this on the show about how women unfairly sort of get pitted against each other and how can you like someone when the press is always asking you about them and things like that but i went down a rabbit hole today after watching this clip that had like a it's too long of a clip to play for you all right now but it takes you through from the 80s to today the the evolution of Cher being asked about Madonna. And in the early, the first interview, she's like, oh, she's like really talented, she's really nice. And then immediately the next clip is a hard turn. And she really, like, I... Well, the difference is that between goes, that
0: first clip and the second clip, she met Madonna.
3: That's what I was going to say. Word. I was like, yeah, and so I, I just... I don't think this is like some of the other feuds we've we've analyzed in the show. I don't think this is just like misogyny, though. I'm sure it plays a part, and and you know, all, and all this comparison syndrome. Like they, there's this is this runs deeper than all of that, right? Like, what do you know about it, and why does Cher hate Madonna? Well, Cher
6: went to the wedding with Sean Penn. That much I know. Oh, Cher attended the wedding with Sean Penn. Wow. You mean when oh. Sean Penn
0: married Madonna?
6: Yeah. Yes. Oh did like it's in the book did Cher attend well what's that got I'm, to I'm just do just, like, with anything like it, well i know that Cher- because you know and what madonna were friends
5: madonna makes it really cu- clear that she's like oh sean's so amazing listen we it doesn't matter if you s- sold millions of records and have dozens of grammys you can also be a victim of the patriarchy and toxic masculinity yes. and especially when there aren't that many women around that they, they make it seem like, oh, whatever, whatever. But I would just like to say, and, you know, <laughs> certain cultures don't like to be like, oh, I said that. It's like, you know what? Listen, she doesn't like her. She doesn't like you. That's okay. It's okay. Cher doesn't have to like Madonna. You know, yeah. I just wish that, to, like, that's okay. Maybe Madonna and her are each other's cup of tea. I think I love Cher, so it's really hard for me. I just watched East of, uh, Witches of East the other day. It's on HBO Max. Oh, my God. It's so good. I want love every, Cher. I want every outfit, all of that. She's but- got
6: Madonna beat in the acting talent pool, absolutely. And in the Boom. winning an Oscar yeah. pool. Yes. So even a stance but can Madonna's agree. Madonna's a more powerful, but Madonna's a more powerful being, and I think walking in the room—if you walk in a room with Cher and Madonna—Madonna Madonna is. I mean, I just think that Cher must, in some way, shape, or form, something must have happened where she. Felt threatened. I don't know. Yeah, that that's my. But Cher's old
5: school. Cher's been doing this, since she was like seventeen with like this thirty year old man, and it was always like you say nice, you you do it, you know, (laughs) Minnesota nice all the time. And Madonna came in scrappy from you know the recording studios and doesn't play that game. I feel like.
6: Well, Cher and I'm a but Madonna doesn't apologize either. No, sorry.
4: Oh no, it's just Cher's kind of they just run so differently. Like Cher has. Cher is a, a I believe seventy four year old woman whose mother is still alive, and they Whoa. hang out all the time. She has her two sons. Uh, every time one of her ex husbands dies, it's as if, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's it hits her with the the weight of a thousand bricks. Like she's so emotional. She I is. feel like
6: and I feel like Madonna She wears her emotions on her sleeves.
4: Nah, and I don't know what that meaning would be like. Um and then you once you have an emotional person like Cher that's also used to being catered to, that can go bad quick. Though I love her. Uh but Who
5: Who would you rather go to dinner with, guys? Cher or Share Cher. Madonna.
4: Cher Are
6: you kidding? Oh
5: my and god. And I stand I would oh my god, Cher we, I feel like we'd have a good time. You get drunk and fall in Cher's pool and she would like get you out, whereas Madonna would be like, oh my god. And then but bring see, you Santorini a Santorina. Like this.
6: I just like I'm a Michigan girl. Like I just like my roots feel like Madonna. Like like yeah. I like I can't rec- I can't, you know, like where 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 you're from, like you just like she's a Midwestern girl, I'm a Midwestern girl, and I feel that so hard. you think Madonna's she- gonna
0: serve you Verners when you go out to dinner, she's not. She's not, <laughs> she's not. there's no beer cheese, bitch. I, I'm sorry. Do you know
6: what? I would gladly but that's that yeah, no, I don't fucking know. But I, I just I feel like um <laughs> I feel like Madonna at the end of the day is so incredibly um, self assured that it shines a light on all of our own insecurity. Like, you know, when you see somebody who's that comfortable with themselves, who is that 100% aware of themselves and the world, like, you immediately. Feel the ways in which you don't meet that. You know yeah. what I mean. This sounds um, very I, I,
5: Keith Raniere, um, Nixon up in here. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I mean, I probably am, and Madonna is probably my Keith Raniere. I'm in a cult. I've been in a cult. I just want to say, like say
5: that I would brand like myself 10. for sure for Madonna. So take that. <laughs> I what think you
4: what you're putting down, Heather, though, is like really smart, and that is something mm-hmm. I've noticed. Like people get really angry about Madonna's looks yes. a lot. Yeah. Like why yeah. someone's looks would make you angry is like pretty odd. Um and I do think it's that she continues to be a sex symbol and people uh, take issue with it because it's like she should not. Should've, she should have <laughs> like, a lot of
6: people uncomfortable.
4: Exactly. She should have like um taken herself out of the running or something. And it's like very it's and very interesting. I wish yeah, she would that's what aged she does best,
6: is she challenged what I what does uh, that now, mean though? this is what I'm going to say with that. Can I, can I just want to real quick on the age thing? Yeah. I, cause I feel you like, I feel you. I I'm as a fan, as a diehard, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I'm sad about Madonna's face. I'm sad about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I wanted, I thought she, I, I thought Madonna peaked in terms of, um, her beauty when she was 48, um, confessions tour. I, after she came back from that bone right. accident, she was in like, just, she looked so beautiful and like, the work started shortly after that, and um. But then I at think the she same looked time, her I have best. to check myself. I think she
5: looked her best during the guy Richie beginning, end, middle, especially the baby Scottish casual wedding. But then sure. after Guy too, where it was like, "Am I still friends with Gwyneth? Do I want to go back to Brunette? Fuck London." <laughs> that was like the real like, "Yes, honey, I still have babies in my forties, getting bitches and hoes." I, I thought that was a good time.
6: Yeah, no, I, I like that time too. I like that time too. I, yeah, I just feel like she, um, whenever I start, whenever I get sad about the face stuff, like, I stopped myself and I'm like, I don't know what it's like to um, get older in the public eye. And oh, ultimately, yeah. I feel like none of us can really understand what that must but feel there's like.
5: there's the Catherine Zeta route. There's the Halle Berry. There's the Angela Bassett. There's there's some. Tar- look, look, doing- all
6: those women have beautiful, gorgeous brown or black skin. You know what I mean? You, oh, you just, even um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. You know what I mean? These white ladies. Look at the white. Yeah. Ladies. Jane no, Fonda's plastic is surgeon white- is beautiful. The queen of the white ladies. Yeah,
0: Catherine Zeta-Jones white.
6: That's the yeah, but she's got olive skin. She's got beautiful okay. olive skin. Right, um,
0: <gasps> right.
5: Naomi w- Campbell Woods. What? The Campbell. What? The girl. What? What? The woman
0: Legina, the one that runs with Legina, Nicole Kidman. When pressed to identify yes. a white woman, says Naomi Campbell. As a,
3: as a black woman, you just named Naomi Campbell as a white woman. Like, uh, I don't feel so bad for getting Madonna and Cher mixed I mean, up anymore. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um... Uh,
7: I love
5: Madonna, I just want to say I love (laughs) the white ladies
6: but she's a she's I have a white lady um, friends. She's a pop star. I think like that's the difference is like you know you look at the faces of like yeah. Like, yeah. like 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 th- there's a pressure to st- to stay younger like to yeah. look younger in that world than there is right. in an, as an actor you know. Well, now we're yeah. going
0: to parlay into a new game in which Legina guesses what our races are <laughs> <laughs> while looking at our faces.
5: <laughs> uh, I, I know oh Shane God. is a white lady <laughs>
7: yes
3: <thank
7: you>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right
3: all right well i we have a few other uh discussion topics that we wanted to raise with you all and so here's the thing like and i think this this is sort of like these two questions actually kind of roll into one and i think it kind of goes we've sort of been dancing around it and other things about it but i think one of the one of the things heather that you kind of keep saying you love about her is that she she has remained true to like who she was from like day one right like there's been an evolution but like at her core she's sort of the same but like at her core she was always sort of like pushing boundaries right like she she was famous for like being controversial right like I'm gonna push boundaries and now my question is and I think one of the reasons why I find her and my feelings about her a little confusing is in like the year 2020, what's the difference between controversy and being like problematic? And where does she fit in on all that? Like, you know, like, especially like she was, I know, like at the beginning of quarantine, she sort of got that sound bite of being like, COVID, the great equalizer, and like, you know, stuff yeah, like that.
6: I mean, <laughs> my whole thing with Madonna is that, um like, A, like, yes, yeah, sometimes I hear her and I see how she's received, and I'm like, yeah but of course that's like I understand what she was trying to say and that she could die from it just like anybody else. Yes, she could have just as much she would have a lot more money and privilege and chance of survival her 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 chance of survival would be a lot higher. but personally, I mean, you gotta say like her health is is probably a huge reason why she would probably you know what I mean so our healthy people do healthy people have more privilege than you know what I mean yeah. so when so when yeah, but so when I hear. Um, th- those types of things that she says that she's like gets in the doghouse for like, I do always come from a place of understanding. Like, like I just, I see her, I, I just, I see her, I see Madonna and I'm like, yeah, like she's, she sometimes forgets her place, but like she, because she is, I always think of Madonna is new money. Like in the movie Titanic, when like, you know what I mean? There's like all the old money people. And like here, when you look at Hollywood and like how there's all these like, classy people and then madonna came up on the scene and she was like this like new money like she was sort of this like trashy like totally you know white girl like club kid and she she, that's still who she is so she's gonna say like shit that is gonna rub people the wrong way and at the end of the day i don't think it's problematic because she's gonna always have the same response that she's had from the beginning which is so what i mean mean, like that's how you feel
0: not even a question of like whether or not she's problematic it's like i think her the 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 great tragedy of madonna is that the world has just caught up with her um that i think she was so far ahead of the curve on things like like being uh being naked about her ambition and being naked about like her uh horniness and being naked about how much power and ambition she had um all of that she was doing that like a good 20 years before it was really commonly acceptable and before when it was still taboo i think the problem for me is that now it's like the the culture's caught up to her and there's nothing that I find challenging about the concept of being super ambitious and super sexual and super, um,
6: but at 62 as a woman, no,
0: that's fair. Well, okay. So about that? I'm just saying she's on the front lines. That's, that's Hmm? totally fair. I I
5: completely disagree. I think that Madonna, we know is in a lot of places and one of them is being, yeah, she's, she's for sure out of touch. She's so out of touch and also, to Shane's point, ahead of the curve, because she was doing the, you know, going to Africa thing and adopting the babies and, you know, being interested in men of different races and, you know, being provocative with the Black Jesus all these things, right? And so she's like, you guys haven't caught up with me yet. And then now she's sitting in an, in a, an actual ivory t- ivory tower somewhere saying, oh, yeah, there's a disease going on, like. It happens that's what like what do you think I was doing when I went to I, you know I hate to say it these certain places in Africa that or wherever that had their pandemics or their epidemics or whatever like it's just I think she's just so like oh yeah people this is what's happening but I will say my biggest thing about Madonna is I didn't really understand until I was older that like I won't say she was the original culture vulture but now you're like oh wow you really did like heavily invest in these other types of uh, of, of, of of expression that tend to be other people's cultures. Yeah. But the, one of the best times of Madonna's career was when she was like, I'm a Catholic girl from the Midwest and I've gotten myself into trouble. That was so many albums and then when she started to reach out to these other things and a lot of times she was very much criticized for them not because <laughs> of the ways we think of today but just to are like oh look at you always trying to like be something different you know because with men to speak to heather's point we on john bun whatever the fuck joe v and bruce springsteen can be they come out with the same album every year they no, they do not have to They don't have to evolve, you know, where she has to figure out ways to keep people interested. And it's a lot of times drastic and it's a lot of time running her mouth and saying things she probably shouldn't say like about COVID. But see,
6: I feel like but okay, well, so there and there's like three things there. I feel like number one, like Keith Richards, like all these people, you'll see them performing and everybody's like, look at him still going, still rocking like, yeah. And they fucking celebrate that shit. Here's a woman still doing sold out world tours and people want to tear her down and so i do think she is still still challenging all these barriers that women face automatically so i do think she is still relevant in that way she's on the front line she's doing something that has never fucking been done before a 62 year old woman on a sold out new world tour with new music like i mean it is it is well, unheard that's, not, of, uh, that's and- totally.
5: not 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 done before but
0: I mean, I would also but just yes. toss in there, Heather. It's not that I think that it's morally reprehensible what she's doing. I'm just saying that, like, it used Mm-mm. to be the most interesting thing to me, and it just doesn't interest me the way sure. it used
6: to. Sure. And I, I understand. I do understand. Like, I do understand that stuff. And I do understand, um, you know, when it comes to COVID and the stuff she says. Part of me sees, like, social media. And I'm like, yeah, if social media was around, maybe Madonna wouldn't be Madonna, like, if it was around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, But at the same time, um, I also don't think that... Madonna never spends time regretting who she was yesterday. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, totally. I, I if I had stand-up material that you know I did ten years ago at, at the beginning of my career that I I cringe at. You know well, what I mean? Like, that. It, that. It, it. <laughs> I mean, just stuff that I would never talk about now. Do you know what I mean? And so, so totally. there's there's all kinds of like 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 if we're not able to like evolve and like. Like become different people. Like yes, she's Madonna's indulgent. She's self-indulgent. So she's going to sit in bathtubs and talk about how it's the great equalizer because that's she's always indulging in herself. Like always, you yes. know. And and, and so like, narcissism
5: is awesome. I think for
7: and I think
6: yeah. And I think it's on everybody any else. Performer. If you get if you get upset. What is she showing you about yourself? Why are you getting pissed off? Like, if anybody gets under your skin, they're fucking showing you something about yourself that you can't stand. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? very
4: cool. I, You know, one thing, to your point, and it's funny, Um, I think that she used to be funnier. So some uh, of her points um, came off <sighs> in a different way. Like, I was, remember on SNL, you know, Sinead O'Connor ripped up the, photo of the pope and said fight the real enemy and then that was just the biggest controversy in the world and mm-hmm. madonna inserted herself in it by the next <laughs> week ripping up a photo of joy buttafuco and saying fight the real enemy which was number one funny second of all correct <laughs> yes, i just saw <laughs> the documentary
5: about him and i was like i knew he was a pig i didn't realize he was the whole damn hog i mean fuck yes. yeah
4: and it was just it was a delight because she did do social commentary, but it was also mm-hmm. playing with, I'm going to kind of insert myself in this drama. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, By the way, that performance, what, 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 that performance was her, like at the height of her powers when she was wearing yes. the Tom Ford Gucci her hair was uh, perfectly referencing the 60s, but still yeah. like, totally brand new. She was at the forefront of that entire era. look. I disagree. I don't think that was funny, but I love the fact that she did it.
6: <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, she used to be She used to be very one funny. One good
5: funny Madonna moment is of if you've seen Truth or Dare. And I think it's her hairstylist or assistant is telling how she like, I mean, it's maybe not okay now, but her hairstylist is like, oh my God, I went out one night. And one thing led to another, and I got really drunk, and I passed out, and then I woke up, and my ass was bleeding, and Madonna just owls with laughter, because <laughs> just like, wow. idea, like <laughs> I, I, I think that if she was the prim and proper, you know, Minnesota nice share, she would have been like, "Oh my God, what?" But instead, she was she's being filmed, and she's like, "Yes, go, you got your ass ripped up. That's hilarious." I mean. <laughs> It's not something that I think would have made it even into a Lady Gaga documentary today. You know, right.
6: She's always been ton- tongue in cheek and and her sense of humor, I think, is hilarious. To me, the sex book is incredibly tongue in cheek. And it's very much like you sick fuck. I'm going to throw this in your face. And I. um so but I do think she's she has a wry sense of humor that, yes, like doesn't come through in a lot of stuff anymore. But I think if you're a, a fan that really pays attention and sees like because I see everything she does and I really sure. like I mean, I watch yeah. everything. And so it's like, um, you know, those those little pieces are there. Um, she lost sense she her sense of humor when she got
5: with that goddamn guy, Richie.
6: I fucking hate Guy Ritchie. I hate him. He got 90 million of her dollars. Like, go <gasps> fuck yourself. He sat around. He, he directed like nothing except for Swept Away while they were together. And then wow. 10 years divorces her and 90 gets $90 million. million dollars. That's why I... her divorce record, MDNA, by the way, is so great. And you get the whole story because she's like, you know, there's this whole song Love Spent where she talks about like if her name was Benjamin, like they probably wouldn't have been, had any fucking problems. And she's like um, and there's this other song where she's like, how did you end up with all of my check? Bang, bang. Like she like kills him in a song like there's a whole bunch of shit. Wow. You know? Wow. Yeah. So let
0: me just, I would i would just throw in there that like when we're asking about what the difference is between now and then, I think for me, the difference is that when you watch um, Truth or Dare, reg- like she's having the time of her life. She seems yeah. like she's having... So much fun and there's no I don't have any direct evidence for it this is just like a smell test but when I see her these days I just don't feel like she's having fun and that's the part that bumps me out
6: I agree I agree with Shane yeah but did you guys watch her special um, about Madame X that she's filmed in Portugal it's on it was on Amazon Prime it might still be and it's kind of like a little behind the scenes like uh, w- w- how she was inspired for the album and all this stuff and she does still seem like she's having fun I do know what you mean though um. There was a youth. There was a type of. She had such a a thirst for life that really. I mean, she's done almost. She's done it all. I mean, can
0: I oh. can I ask you something, Heather? Do you have a hard copy of the sex book? I do.
4: Yeah, <laughs> of course.
3: Oh,
0: sure. You know what? I'm starting to think. I feel totally differently about Madonna. I feel like she's great and always has been great. Do you want to get rid of that sex book and send it to me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm also realizing something. Like, I'm also realizing that like. Because part of me, when, when Caitlin and I were first talking about doing this episode, part of my, like, interest in it was, like, it's so weird to think about how, like, you, someone as iconic as Madonna mm-hmm. can sort of, like, disappear in my mind. Like, and sure. I know she hasn't, because she's out there and she's selling tickets. Oh but, but the like, media me, doesn't pay the I, attention. I like it means, yeah, it's right, different. Think, but, like, things. it's just so weird to me, because it's, like, I will... I feel like I have to actively seek out Madonna news and yes. music and things like that. And it's just something that, like, is easy not to do. Whereas oh, when when we were all, like, growing up because of the way we, like, consumed media just I mean, just MTV differently, and VH1. Yeah. yeah. Like- There wasn't as much like I didn't growing up as a kid, I had less autonomy on like the culture because I was sort of like, this is what you're going to get. These are the channels you have, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to whatever. And so nowadays, you know, I can I get stuck on a certain thing on my Spotify list and I can live there for, you know, you know, seemingly forever now because I've only listened to Niall Horn for about a month and <laughs> no one is stopping me, right? Oh, like, the radio is not changing. The, the radio fu- station no, but, isn't in control. Prickman, right? but, like, I can't weird. believe
5: you're saying that, like, you don't listen or think about the great Madonna to listen to the fourth or most hits. important no. member
4: of one no. direction get out of here yeah
3: okay first of <laughs> oh, all no, now
4: you're now you're in a new argument Like no. we okay to, we're well thank have you to guys so later, much Buckle. for having me on the well, podcast she
6: was, i have to, go talk to, to talk to talk somebody later. with she case. does every once in a while <laughs> she pops up in something right like um yeah in, like two years ago she got the you know it was like the billboard woman of the year award mm-hmm. which i'm sure those things are either you know paid for by management or whatever who knows right um, or maybe she did something great but that year but um i really loved that speech and i do like recommend going to listen to it because it was before the me too movement and everything that she said was everything that people started speaking about with the me too movement like every single thing that she said she talked about how you know that she was you know shit on constantly ripped apart ripped to shreds for you know running around in scantily clad clothes or naked but like prince was wearing assless chaps and all these got you know what i mean right. And she's like so she she really goes into her experience as a woman in the music industry and you recognize and the thing that i say about madonna all the time and, and the reason that um i think i loved her so much so young was that she's always just done what men do from day one yeah. she's always just done what the men do she doesn't ask for permission she just does it exactly like a man does and like and i really think if people want effective change if women want change like that's honestly the way to do it don't ask for permission just fucking go do it you know what i mean counterpoint
0: um, i think you should just become like a non-human entity like bjork <laughs> yeah.
6: oh i mean I bjork, bjork is bjork. gonna get the last laugh she
3: is gonna be laughing she, on top I, of already, all of our I already matches.
5: sent away for the kit.
0: we're all aware that madonna uh what bedtime story is the song? Yes,
6: Bedtime Story was yes. by York. yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I love, love that, that fucking that. song too. I'm
3: this is just like a, a question I have. What is your go-to Madonna album because like, Legina I do think about going to Madonna, but when I think about Madonna, like I go to the same I I go to my like safety blanket. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is Ray of Light. Like Ray of Light is my Madonna, wow. And I know that album same. start to finish front and back. Same actually. Anybody else have like their go-to Madonna blanket?
0: I mean, it's I always an immaculate collection. But if yeah. you're talking about an actual album, Confessions, baby that that album is great. Start it to finish, was it's a great, great driving album, too.
6: Absolutely. Personally, I'm a um. I, I evolve whatever Madonna album is new. I listen to it on repeat. Awesome. Um, but but also then like I do go. Th- it, it's just where I'm at emotionally. Like honestly, like if I'm at a place where you know like like in my personal journey right now i feel like i'm in the music phase like if if my life was a madonna's uh you know hero's journey arc i'd be in my music phase where like i feel like i just had my ray of light phase all my spiritual bullshit you know being (laughs) broken down and built back up um and so like music and that type of stuff is really confessions that that chunk of time is speaking to me these days too
5: and I love um, Bedtime Stories and butts, nice. and then, of course, the Immaculate Collection. But sure. I really do like to shake it to Confessions on a Dance Floor. Well, I'm glad you were able to express yourself me. and not repress
0: yourself, Regina.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Human Nature. What a good song. The best. Yeah. It is good. It is good. But one of my favorite
5: songs of hers is Take a Bell. I think it's... Yes! That's her most
6: successful single. That's her most successful single. Have you seen that
0: wonderful uh, clip of her and Babyface performing it live in Italy? But they're performing it on on one of those TV shows where everyone lip syncs. (gasps) So they're like lip syncing in a recital hall. It's just gorgeous. She's wearing a gown. It's beautiful.
5: Ooh, I'll have to look it
0: up. We will look into
4: that.
0: I also, by the way, remember being at uh, Great America, Six Flags Great America. They had like a... um, Karaoke thing where you could record Like a, a karaoke track And I remember okay. sitting outside and listening To someone else sing Take a Bow Because I wanted to hear it so badly <laughs> That like I like made oh, my friends no. stop I was like no we're gonna listen So it was just some stranger being like Take a bow
3: <laughs> Incredible
5: Before um, the internet I, kids Before the internet
3: <laughs> We're gonna have to take one final quick break Because I now need to go listen to Take a Bow And then we'll be <laughs> right back Oh nice Yeah <laughs> Together. all right. So our prestigious panel, I think, you know, this episode has reminded me of so many things that I'd forgotten. I loved I about Madonna. Same. and it's it's making me think about things in a different light. But I think we can all agree whether whether you've been frustrated by Madonna in recent years or not there's always room for improvement no matter who you are and being such vivacious fans you know on this show we like to lead with light and love and so we're always trying to help our favorite celebrities out and so You know, we know Madonna's in a league of her own, but we want to (laughs) know. We want to know from you, you know, look into the future. We're going to create a vision board for Madonna for 2021 and beyond. What is your advice for Madonna? Because clearly she's going to listen to this podcast. She wants to know how can she get herself right with her with her with her base? How does she how does she move forward in the light?
0: I've got something controversial.
3: Okay, I want to hear it.
0: She gets fat.
6: <gasps> That's not controversial. I would love a fat Madonna. It's
0: the one thing she's never done in her career.
6: There, there was a small moment that she put on weight that was interesting. There's an interview on Regis and Ke- or Kelly Rippa. It's interesting. You
0: mean when I she did. won the Golden Globes and like went up to a no, sea cup? She just had
6: a baby. She she's just still small, but no, she, she just it had was a only baby a few years ago.
0: No, but what I'm, no, ta- I'm talking about. Recent. I'm talking about getting true I'm not talking about getting becoming a size twelve it, or a fourteen. I'm talking like twenty size twenty three, <laughs> I'm going to Catherine's, like like I'm talking no. about getting real, real fat. That's what oh, I want Madonna I miss to do. Barn. I've always I used to fantasize about like if I ever could direct a, a Madonna video, what would I do? And I was like fat suit, because it's the one thing she's never done. But sure. that's my advice to her. Get fat. I would love to see what fat Madonna does.
3: Ooh, i would love to share clothes with fat madonna that's want, what i'm saying girl i want to i want a fat madonna plus size clothing line
0: oh i guess people can't <laughs> see me too when I, when I said size 23 real fat i am size 23 real fat so it's, a com- it's a compliment You're that i'm saying beautiful <laughs> hair it's yes <laughs> thank you, thank you.
3: <laughs> yeah um wow i never thought about madonna getting fat and now it'll probably be the only thing i think about for a really long time I would she'd be it.
0: beautiful oh i mean sorry
3: We would, yeah, we would welcome her with open arms. (laughs) Come to
6: us. We need a new queen. Amazing. (laughs) Anyone else have thoughts? I think um, don't let your ego get in the way and make the movie as honest as possible. And if you fucking nail this movie, you can finally get that stupid fucking Oscar that you've been trying to get your whole goddamn career. Nobody can nail a
5: movie about themselves. I think she can no one even the great Buddha could not be so introspective enough.
6: You might be right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say you, you could absolutely be right. I, I just think that there's something that I there's still an energy waste Madonna has wish, that can't honey. be duplicated. <laughs> I should waste that wish. Just girl. yeah. That, well, but that we is could my get, wish. We don't could get water
4: don't, or something. She's she's <laughs> using it. So Legina, You're what is your it? wish? Legina, what do you wish for Madonna? You know what I wish for Madonna?
5: Honestly, was I would love to see her like I think I've already said, settle into the fact that she has been beyond successful and that not that you have to rest on your laurels, but you're not too good to just go back to the basics. We want to hear you. I, I know dancing out of the other question now, but I want to see her, one, having more fun on stage. She's taking herself so seriously to the point of, like, anybody, like, you know, Bruce Springsteen doing all these, like, still a uh album. I don't need that. But I would love to her to say, like, you know what? This is the whatever Blondes Have More Fun tour 2022. The hits, a couple of the news. I'm going to dance. I'm going to sing a cappella or strip down and give us that.
6: Oh, Madonna when, should direct a musical on stage. If Madonna oh directed a musical on stage, that would It'd actually be Spider Man
5: Turn to the dark.
6: And I loved that show, so I would love this. Um, <laughs> I go, you know, I was going to say something
4: similar, which is I think I don't know about directing Broadway, but I think she should lean into being an entertainer a little bit more than she has of mm. late. Like I would tell her to do something that I would tell other celebrities need to stop doing, which is. I think she should try to be funny again. I think like, I love
6: her funny. I, I, <laughs> I do. No, I think she you is want funny. TikTok I she. Madonna? No, this I want is a Madonna talk listen, show. Shane, that would be a great idea. Me. Shane, a Madonna talk, to me. Shane, a Madonna talk to show. Me.
4: Yes, this is what I'm saying. If oh, Kimmel has to miss show. another week because of uh, a different problems that he has in his life. Uh, <laughs> he should let Madonna host. host. Yes, I think it would be fun. I, she should have Sharon as a guest. she should <laughs> oh, so go. funny. I, I think she'd be,
6: she'd be a great host because she is an entertainer at heart. When she's in, a, like she is entertaining, she can so hold upset. the floor. Yeah, Shane, Shane, so
0: Shane has the floor. Shane has the floor. not seen her stand up set.
6: I thought it was so funny. <laughs> it was so ironic. There was such a point to it. It was actually quite good. With like honestly. Like that he just, one because died because it was, this, it, this it was ironic. This this podcast has killed its first guest and we No, but it was do ironic this is to why. Shane's family. Because no, it, it was not ironic. It, for Madonna yes, it was. For Madonna herself to be talking about talking about dating with her kids, like it's so funny. Because it's ludicrous because most people her age and most people having that experience, like to be a stand up comic, you need to be relatable. And Madonna's not relatable at all. Right. So it was ironic. And that's why it was funny. So yeah, wow. Shane is coming in hot.
0: The first counterpoint is let the audience decide and watch for yourself <laughs> if you think it's ironic. Um, second of all, when you say that a comedian has to be relatable, I counter with Sandra Bernhard, who is the least mm-hmm. relatable person and is a goddess of stand-up and who Madonna like couldn't sustain a friendship with. like Famously burned her years ago. For sure, I'm,
5: for sure. For Heather, sure.
0: I'm totally shocked that you... I mean, I'm, I'm not... I'm, I'm Well,
5: it's I'm gone too far. I'm not trying to come fun. for you at
0: all. I'm just like that was the, kind of I, comedy, I <laughs>
5: the kind of
4: comedy I'm imagining isn't really stand up. It's, it's more just like. It's off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. Her personality. Yeah. yeah. More okay, like. That. I, have, I think I have it. I think I know what we oh, need. Oh, Lauren cracked the code. I
3: think I cracked the code. So, what we need is for Madonna to sign on for a big Hollywood budget film where she is. The sister to Jane Fonda, and we're gonna <laughs> get Debbie Mazur in a supporting role to keep her chill on set, and she's gonna do a concept album that is the soundtrack to the movie. And then Jane Fonda and and Debbie and Madonna are gonna do a bunch of press junkets where they're just gonna be fabulous. And that's that's it's what's gonna up. be like
6: the snatch batch, like when her what's Jennifer Grey and Sandra Bernhard. That's but what they called the themselves.
5: elevator pitch. Because I don't. What's the plot? What's going? on in this what's are the they, plot their sisters and you know getting their over plastic surgeon
6: has retired and they are chasing <laughs> him down yeah <laughs> uh, you know who she, one should, last friend lift. she yeah, should friend one last steal she should friend
4: steal she should friend steal leah remini from j-lo uh-huh. well yeah because yeah, they would I'd get trend- along and you know what though? though obviously,
5: Leah Remini is obviously the one who's always calling J Lo and J Lo's like, she's fun, you know. But every time they they <laughs> I don't they, they break up, JLo think has so. a thought. I don't think so. I, no, I think J Lo's always like, oh, but like Leah's so draining, but we've been friends for so long. And Leah drives me. I away. I disagree, yeah, Legina. I, I, I
3: recently spent a lot of time watching interviews and <laughs> snippets with the two of them. I came and with no research. I actually I, I I actually think that for many, many reasons that J-Lo has talked about, she has built a pedestal that Leah sits on and she thinks Leah is the only person in the world who gets her. And I think J-Lo oh, calls really? Leah more than anyone yes, else Yes, and I think that she really? knows that it's
4: the one thing that's very humanizing mm-hmm. about her is her friendship yes. with Leah. So she's clinging to it. And she, Leah knows yeah. because also if you read the book... Well, she could also trust Leah because they tried to exploit mm-hmm. the friendship a lot, Scientology that is and Leah didn't oh, let it wow. happen even no. back when she was Wait, truly who's in book? the cult. Whose
5: so. book? Leah Romany's book? Leah's book.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent too much of my time. thinking
3: about But t-
7: that's why I'm saying about I this it would be actually I, I, hilarious. I misspoke.
5: I had no idea. That was
4: only a fantasy. No. That's researched. why it would be so funny if Madonna took her. <laughs> 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 Just snatches her. <laughs> I have an evil dream. She can't be friends with both. For Ooh. some reason,
3: we are low key coming for J Lo on this podcast. At wait, every wait, wait. turn, we find a way to like try to dismantle her throne. Well, and, then I'm sorry. I'm and, upset. I don't know I'm why upset. it's not happening. If we're not, going to talk
5: about a friendship fallout. Or who's going to fucking bring up Gwyneth? Do I have to bring it up? Do do it, Legina You go. Ooh, yeah, okay. Do it. So at the time. Gwyneth was married to Coltrane whatever boy. Cold Plane. What is it? You thought that was John Coltrane? Legino, you're having trouble. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a stroke. Okay, no. <laughs> she
0: was Coldplay. married to that black man from Coldplay.
5: <laughs> Coldplay. Thank you. And, and so she was in London and then Madonna was in London, married to guy Ritchie, and it was they both had the impossible fake f- accent, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and and they always went there was always pop pat pics for them coming back from the gym and like a four thousand dollar coat, but like sweaty uh, it was great. it was great, it was a good time, good time for rich white ladies <laughs> and then enter the picture enter the picture the single white female of. The modern age, Tracy fucking Anderson. I didn't like oh. her the first time I saw her. And story is that they fell out over that scarecrow.
6: Wait, did they oh. fall out? Wait, what happened? I feel like I don't know because this like to a Madon-
5: Madonna, I think introduced Gwyneth to Tracy, Gwyneth and Tracy, and then Tracy is doing what you guys want, Leah Remini. To do to J Lo, right? <laughs> Following the chart, she stole- <laughs> yes.
3: so Tracy stole Gwyneth from Madonna. Gotcha.
5: Essentially, or maybe Madonna, Madonna saw it as Gwyneth stealing Tracy, and then well, there's another good there.
6: song. So there's another good song on the divorce record called "She's Not Me," mm. and rumor, I, it I, I think it is about the same exact thing. It talks about. Um, how like basically somebody's like ripping off her style and wearing the same perfume and like all this shit. So So maybe that was on the record. She's always talking about this shit. She's very blatant. I think that's exactly what it is. So, but if we're to believe, either way, something I either way,
5: Tracy Anderson came into the picture and things went tits Mm -hmm. up. Gwyneth and her are still friends. Have businesses. You know, they have like their little you know eating disorder retreats and stuff. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Oh no! Tell me I'm lying. I
6: think Madonna just saw the red flags. Like I think that like at the red same time. The red flags are the Gwyneth green dollars heading... and she got pissed. How... maybe, but I just think Gwyneth is like everybody knows that she's like the face of, of Karen when it comes no. to You come for my friends, like one
5: thing. You come for Madonna's funds, and that's another.
3: <laughs> that's funny. Wow. Wow. Ugh. Well, we could we could clearly talk about Madonna all damn night, but I think we're we're almost to the end of the episode. But I wanna know, was there anything that you logged in tonight that you were like, this is on my chest. I need to get it off about Madonna. Any last thoughts on Madonna that you feel like the stand stands need to hear? Whether it's a plea for them to go check out a song you think is underappreciated or, you know, uh, an interview or performance you think needs to be uncovered or just, you know, a cry for her. her.
0: I (laughs) want to just tell everyone that according to Madonna's Brothers Tell All book, number (laughs) one, her favorite candy is hot tamales. And number two, she wears fishnet stockings. Twenty-four hours a day because it's good for the muscles in her legs.
6: Ooh, those are good tips. I I wow. had refused to read the Christopher Ciccone tell all I, it. I, I it. can I basically
0: it. recite it start to finish. So Heather, if you want no money to go to him, I can give you everything you need. To have.
6: Yeah. Sure. <laughs> or we or we could do a book swap.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> well, I um, hate to Heather.
7: Heather? Oh, you sorry.
6: know, I'm. I, this is this is like a strange thing. A, a friend of mine. Um, you know we happened to it's that crazy thing we're good friends and we discovered after we were good friends that we met through comedy that we both were passionate madonna fans she started out like that's been her life you know the big inspiration for her as well um and so we're publishing an anthology a madonna anthology fan stories so if anybody has like a cool fan story or if like if you like you know, lost your virginity to the erotica album or something cool that ties in with Madonna, please send it our way. Um, the, we, we do pay for the submissions. Um, you can check out my Twitter. I tweeted about it so that, um, all the details are there, um, at Heather Terman on Twitter. Do you accept fan fiction? That's kind of fun. Maybe we would. Maybe yes, actually, we we are, it's it's broad. We've gotten poetry. We've gotten some stuff. We're doing something really cool. So anything, awesome. um, and photos are encouraged as well.
0: Okay, that, it's going to be I my, my fan fiction about Madonna getting fat.
6: <laughs> I love it.
3: Oh, I love it. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> and Regina, what did you cut? What's on on your hot chest? tamales?
5: So I would love for people. It's an oldie but a goodie it's kind of lame but go watch truth or dare the way it's shot it's film mm-hmm. fuck yeah it's it's so many cities in black and white and grit and you know this was the shot and I, if you are at all a cinephile or just someone who wants to see a documentary that isn't so goddamn polished that you're like was someone there directing the whole thing it, it, it's really someone had to it's cut raw. a story based on what they had and not what they wanted to project so yes. uh, go Love watch that. truth or dare it's really dope
0: magnificent movie
3: did anyone feel like their
4: opinion on madonna changed tonight or i realized how much recent stuff i needed to dig into and i <laughs> forgot about i forgot about bedtime stories, which I, I like, I'm getting flashbacks of how much I used to listen to that album. So I feel like- Secret just, is
6: such a good song. So Ooh, good. Yeah. And
4: I think that I, we knew we needed the help of these takes mm-hmm. and I didn't yeah. know how badly. I didn't know we were in an emergency situation and clearly- We were. We were. You are. And now yeah. I feel like we're at least stable. Mm-hmm. We, we're we stable and we can seek treatment, you know, I, I yeah. think, I think it's going to be outpatient. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. I agree, I agree uh
3: well, Legina, Shane, Heather, where can the stand stands find you because clearly they're gonna be obsessed with you, Legina, how can the stand stands come for you?
5: come for me on uh instagram at legina underscore is underscore cool or um my random Twitter thoughts from my desktop @365jokes. at three sixty five jokes at
4: 365 jokes.
3: I love it. Shane, how about you? Where can we find photos of that gorgeous se- head of hair?
0: You just get right on Instagram or Twitter. On both of them, I'm Shane Island, S H A N E, Island.
3: I love it. And I have to say, late at night,
4: there's nobody whose Twitter's voice soothes me quite like Shane. I was also friends with Shane for maybe one year before I understood that his username is not Shane Island. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I tried to crack the code Of what that might mean Before realizing It's the word island
0: uh, <laughs> That was actually The original title for um, I am because we are Madonna's movie it Was originally called <laughs> Sh- Shane land, land.
3: <laughs> <laughs> How about you Heather Where can the stand stands Find you to submit um, Their great fanfic
6: At Heather Terman T-U-R-M-A-N On Instagram and Twitter um, But Twitter is where I have Posted those details and as a quick Like little aside because you just Mentioned the thing like what people Should look up and we did this share Thing do you guys know Mm -hmm. the comic Nadia Ginsburg no No. comedian she's a She's used to do these impressions She can do Madonna and Cher. those (gasps) are Like her two go to impressions and They're fucking hilarious if you look Those up on um, as a Madonna fan I she Rips Madonna to shreds and they're Hilarious So uh, look up Nadia Ginsburg on YouTube. (laughs) What's your share impression. We will
4: look for her stuff and we will put it up at We Stand Social, which is, you know, where you can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, TikTok. (laughs) Now,
3: on TikTok, are we mostly just watching moms and sons? Yeah, but sometimes we post stuff too. Oh, well, sometimes I like to watch people clean stuff. Yeah, sometimes I like to watch a nice uh, three hours of TikToks of people making bread. But sometimes I remember to back it up and post something too.
4: But uh, this has been absolutely an amazing episode. Pure Stand chaos. Stands, when you, if you would like us to do uh, either a second Madonna episode with these folks and, <laughs> and hit us with more topics specifically but if you'd like us to do this panel about another celeb uh, let us know who and this has been such a joy I'll repeat any day oh, thank you so much thank so you cool. so much right. for
6: having me
3: thanks for having all me
4: right.
0: mm-hmm. fuck you guys for having me <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's our <laughs> good night
0: everybody Boys are all grown up
5: Whatever Taking the guilty
7: out
2: of pleasure We stand together We stand together Talmur is my home My family have worked the land for generations my grand says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready, for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing. A Storyglass production presented by Realm. Available wherever you get your podcasts.